I will uh, start this episode with a non-standard disclaimer to cover this once and for all for the topic. Okay. All of the stories you hear discussed tonight on this episode are 100% factually true and have been vetted by individual sources. Please don't ask if this actually happened because it fucking did. <laughs> they do not reflect the uh, feelings or opinions of anyone involved uh, currently. Uh, they were lifetimes ago. Uh, for Different for lifetimes sin- for both. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, no, because you were still in active addiction, right? Yeah, very, yeah. very active. Yeah, yeah, there we go. And My name's Chicken, and it's that fucker that killed me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can do, we can do the classic, uh, the classic kind of, kind of hacky, uh, where you start out in the middle of the action, and then it goes, how did I get here? <laughs> and then it, cuts, <laughs> then it cuts to two weeks earlier, you know? Uh, so. I think the best way to tell this story is to start at the end of how we both found out we were in the story. Okay, fair which enough. Is, um, I innocently traveled to my good friend Roxy Hayes' apartment yeah. because she used to sell brownies that were special. Yes. Mm. And I was in need of special brownies. And as you know, that sort of thing goes. Mr. Chicken also happened to be there. Yeah. Telling stories about the good old days. And then we started noticing in my head that the details in his story are mirroring an event very vividly in my life. So I asked a couple of clarifying questions (laughs) and come to find out it's the same story. And I don't mean to build a suspense tease like that. It already sounds so dramatic. It does, because it's it's, it's it's underselling to say, like, our guest this week, Mr. Chicken Joe Clark, is one of the only three people on this planet who has robbed me at gunpoint. (laughs) 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 Bro. I wasn't expecting that reveal. So... There's been a couple of times where he's brought me up on stage, and it's so awkward, but so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, all, right, yeah, all right, everybody, this is a little bit awkward. This dude uh, robbed me at gunpoint about a decade ago. Give it up for Chicken Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it would be irresponsible of me not to mention it. So, yeah. So, if you're yeah. curious about how to get into Ben's heart. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be memorable, open micers? It was that. early, it was early Obama first term when this happened, or, I guess uh, let's before see. Before that, before yeah. that, uh, yeah. we're still in the Bush years. Okay, yeah. so it's it's all right. This is this is some time ago. This yeah. is some time ago. All right, cool. But no. yeah, do you want it from my perspective? One hundred percent. Let's give yeah. it up. Let's get up to check it first. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Can, you can lead by all means. Uh, are you sure? Yeah, uh, my, my side's much shorter. It's mostly. My, my, I can make mine short as hell too, though. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. All right. So long story short, I just overall fucking bad kid, man. Like in the system, out of the system. My first time I got arrested, I was ten years old. So many fucking charges. Uh, I, I've been arrested for weed twenty three times. Yeah, like, Jordan. Uh, I, I have, dude, a massive <laughs> amount of like criminal records. A lot of computers. A lot of computers yeah. start clicking up anytime. Anytime people Bruh. look at your ID, just uh, beep 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 yeah. beep. Do you have any felonies? No. But no, it's nevertheless, so I'm running in through a bad crowd. Um, I had gotten into stealing prescription pads and filling out my own scripts and getting them filled out at this local pharmacy that didn't have any like questioning back then. No. And that led me into bigger crime. Mm-hmm. One of those was a, a family, or a, I would say... I got I got to be careful with names and places. <laughs> the names and uh, places have been changed to protect the innocent. One hundred percent, just in case. So, uh, Jim and Arlene, couple, yeah, own uh, a bunch of businesses. Uh, 
and one of them happened to be a clubhouse and what they were is that what they were calling them back then like it's a private room right for those who don't know poker in texas is illegal or was is it's it's a gray area now but back in uh, between 2004 and 2008 it was straight illegal Right, it's like the prostitutes on Bissonette. Right, yeah, like everybody knows they exist. Right, we just kind of look like a blind eye to it, whatnot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so this family that I worked for, they ran so many scams before scamming was cool. Right, mm-hmm. right, before Ozark. <laughs> uh, yeah, before, before everybody did before, it. Yeah. Before everybody did it. Yeah, before I mean. before banks were charging uh, for being broke uh, and shit like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they were, exactly. they were... So I would rob their businesses for insurance fraud purposes and one of them also being a poker room where they would set up something like a Giuseppe night where everybody would get robbed because who are you going to call? Right. Then you, you can't call the cops because if you do call the cops, the people who do are controlling the game, they get felony charges. Everybody who's playing the game also gets misdemeanor charges, and nobody wants that. Right. So, set up to the night that Gary up Ben. So, Ben was new to the poker industry at the time? Or you no, were about, uh, probably five years in. All right. Five. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I'm, I go where the games are i'm playing i'm having what i thought was a standard bad night and (laughs) (laughs) it was one of those things i'll never forget there's an old man whose name i won't say because he's somehow miraculously still alive (laughs) and dealing although he's legally blind they have to bring in dealing but he's blind yeah they have to bring in special giant jumbo decks of cards for him to deal that 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 sounds like a blues song uh yeah but i remember when the dudes came in there were three of them who came into the room with guns simultaneously and i remember this old man being like no fucking i have a flush <laughs> and I remember thinking I was gonna die laughing because I couldn't stop laughing. And I'm trying to hide it and be serious. And there's just people going person to person. And like I'll tell you here and now, I had a gun on me on my ankle. It's Texas. You're not the only one. <laughs> Y'all never looked. Y'all yeah, just no. like went around your robbing way, turned your but back you to me. You didn't have like, it out and ready to go. Yeah, we yeah. did. <laughs> so that's, the, that's the point. You know? Yeah. Cut you off guard. What's up? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, you caught, you caught him with the proverbial pants down. Oh, and, and and that's that's kind of so yeah y'all figured that out at Roxy's house and that makes me yeah. laugh a lot uh, and especially and Roxy's just panicking while we're piecing the story go going she's looking at me like but it was a long time ago yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard I heard and the, I, dude I apologized that day and I will continue to apologize <laughs> like the only the reason I'm time. not like really salty about it is because I had been losing and only had like $42 <laughs> in chips left <laughs> so it wasn't like a major robbery from my right. well, no, I didn't it, lose much that wasn't this criminal just leveled the playing field uh, yeah. that's, <laughs> dude, that's, that's where he's happy about it because the dude who just took all his money in the game we robbed him too <laughs> you know, I'm not going to I was kind of satisfying. <laughs> well, because that, all right, that, that's like, what you don't want to see anybody get hurt, but also you're playing a game with people that you kind of really don't like. So right. you're just hoping, yeah. like, Vince maybe. over there in his own mind going, like, Did I manifest this? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. 
wrong. I really didn't think it was going to happen. That's, that's so funny. Maybe I have powers. No, because like that was that was because I've, I've wanted you on the podcast for a while. Like we've, we've talked for like a month or two. You know, like you, you work at night sometimes. You know, like we're all busy. And then then when you were talking today, because you were kind of worried that this might have been a setup. <laughs> that would be the longest. Of all the, the longest episodes, con. I have to record at my apartment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's so exactly. Funny. See, I didn't really even think about that until I was on the way here. I was like, "Oh shit, I got his address." <laughs> so I, <could> <laughs> <anything>. <laughs> you know, I left the gun in the car. Just, just yeah. <laughs> there we go. Well, thanks, chicken. We appreciate it. Uh, you've been doing comedy like I've seen you around for like right since the pandemic. Did you start around that time? Or uh? I started a little bit before, but I wasn't consistent. Right. So I'd say consistently, I've been doing comedy for three years. Yeah. Three. But uh started five years ago. Yeah. No, a lot of respect. A lot of respect for you because, mm-hmm. like, um, you'll just stay and see if people don't show up, which exactly. is how I started, too. Like, like that's how you that's how you just get better and better sets is you're like, all right, fuck it. I'm here. If you need me, like, uh, I'll mm-hmm. throw it up. And, like, I think I've done it a couple of times. You know, I know other people have, too, because, yeah, no, we've had their... You know, there are no-call, no-shows all the time at the clubs. And uh, it's just like, yeah, fucking chicken. All right, come up there. All you, big dog. The fact that you bring a recording element, like having another skill to bring to the table besides I do jokes is such a smart way to go about the business. Dude, that's what – I I don't want to say that elevated me like that much quicker, but it got me to access like you guys like – that yeah. much quicker. No, 100%. You know I mean? Versus That's, an open micer. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if we all have like the same story of like how we started comedy, but I started ass backwards. Like I started traveling doing comedy first, <laughs> yeah. not knowing a single fucking thing about comedy. Like I was just in living in the van on the road. I would go do shows from the uh, East Coast to the fucking West. <laughs> yeah. Coast, and I was like, let's see how these jokes work at the Canadian border. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I could have got back across, I would have. Yeah. Dog, there's a Chuck E. Cheese in Seattle that's gonna give me twelve minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This no. Wawa checkout's about to get. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, no. That's that's. Do you know that mm-hmm. the Walmart parking lots have power outlets you can plug your amp directly into, uh, yeah. and they cannot stop you from holding. Fun in fact, most Walmart show. parking lots have Wi-Fi, and uh, and uh, yeah, no, they're at least the ones on forty, the ones that I fucked around on. No, if I could, if I could give a lot of young open migrants advice, uh, get on the road fucking early. Yeah. Try to try to book shows in small towns. Mm-hmm. They'll be happy to fucking see you there. You know, like don't get me wrong, you're not gonna get a lot of time in major markets, like. You know, you may not get time in Atlanta, but you can get some time in Augusta. Dude, and, uh, I got so much time in Detroit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I've done Detroit. I did yeah. a couple of shows in Detroit uh, and, uh, and like, all the little suburbs that, like, aren't really suburbs, but, like, you know, like, like Ferndale or whatever. Yeah, Garden no. I, City. Yeah, no, I went down to 8 Mile because I thought, yeah, no, it was, it was fine. It was, I had uh, White Castle on 8 Mile. They, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it felt almost surreal. Yeah. <laughs> shitty burger on a shitty street. That's yeah. <laughs> no, no. I, uh, I was opening for a, a punk band called Taillight, or they were, like, folk punk. They were called Taillight Rebellion. And I'm glad I brought my own car because they got fleas in their van. And, uh, and I was, yeah, that was their opening band. Uh, yeah. Fleas in my van. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, this dude. Oh man, the punk, the the folk. Because you you fucked around with a couple of folk punk guys or like mm-hmm. punk dudes. It's uh, one of the saddest stories I ever heard in my entire life. Was my buddy. He was like, "Yeah, man, uh, we were just we were just sleeping outside of Wichita, and uh, everyone else went to go get fucked up at this house that night, and I just." Laid down at the back of the uh, the van, and I put on a condom and 
jerked off because I uh, was <laughs> didn't want to make my sleeping bag yucky. <laughs> and I go, no. yeah, that's a that's a rough life there, bud. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, yeah, it's so um, fucking gross. <laughs> At least he had the forethought to not make a mess. Oh man, yeah, that's bag. yeah, that's that's key. Do you think those condoms thought that they were going to end up being J-off uh, material? No like? condom thinks it's going to end that way because no condom ever does. It's like a campfire horror story. The condoms to little baby oh, condoms. Little baby condoms, yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, my For brother, baby-sized dicks, not condoms you use to fuck baby. All right. <laughs> thank you. I felt I need to thank clarify you. the these, baby condoms. Statements. These stories' names have been changed to protect those. Uh, we're just going to keep saying that every 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. size of these dicks have been changed. Condoms <laughs> <laughs> yeah. haven't, but the dick sizes have changed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you were, you were just traveling. All, you just you just said fuck it. And yeah. So yeah, you yeah. And, uh, made my way to California and then shipped the van to. Uh, oh, I, I'm living out of a van, so I had yeah. the van shipped from California to Hawaii. Lived out there for a year. And fucking money ran out, so we came back home. <laughs> and then, like, really started to pick up the skills on comedy and how to, like, really do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And within, like, a year, I had uh, produced my own show, and I was super happy about that. Yeah. And then I've, uh, three years consistently into the game now, and I've been on two comedy festivals. And Hell yeah. And getting to, like, uh, do film projects for all types of comics. That's awesome. That's yeah. Sick. I yeah. love it. Absolutely yeah. love it. Yeah, no, and because yeah, and I, I know you were doing like uh, like day job stuff because we all we all still have day jobs, you know. Of course. Um, you were doing a bunch of like automotive repair, and then you switched into truck driving, and no. then you switched into what are you doing now? <laughs> I do all kinds. Of yeah. Things. Uh, predominantly paint lowriders. There, you, that's oh. so cool. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's so fucking cool. I mean, that's. I like that. I feel like every job you've ever worked is also a job in Grand Theft Auto. I was talking to another comic. You about look like that. the guy who paints lowriders. <laughs> Real quick, dude. Pulling. Later. Oh man, that, I'm gonna change your name on my phone to paint spray. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so who are you talking to? So, yeah. Sorry. Uh, Joe. Uh, Joe Navarro. Yeah. Uh, you know, how do you get into you know working on cars? And it's like. I'm a criminal. <laughs> Everybody in in the car industry is a criminal yeah, in some yeah. sort of thing. Criminal sense. or former criminal. Yeah. yeah, reformed, whatever. Yeah, no, no one. Drug no one, addict, anything. Yeah, no one gets in it for love of the game, really. No. Uh, Quick yeah, money. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's. Yeah. I remember one time when I was in, I was working for a district attorney in Mississippi, and uh, I walked into a chop shop one day in Pontotoc, and. Uh, is is so funny just because like I was trying to get people to vote Democrat. I was like, so is everyone here registered to vote? And they go, fuck no. And then like you could just see that. And I'm just like, uh, yeah, they stole they stole my tires after I left. Uh, and yeah, that's hilarious. That's I had to pay them like eighty bucks and some weed to get my tires back. I was that's like. Crazy. Because uh, I, I walked in, they were like, well, we're all felons, we can't vote. I go, okay, I'm gonna go to other places and i was knocking on people's doors and stuff and i like went like a couple of streets down i came back and my, my fucking car was on cinder blocks and i was like oh shit do you think it was at the chop shop it was definitely the chop shop. i was like hey guys did y'all steal my tires and they go no but we have some for a honda for like a hundred bucks a tire and i was like fuck you oh, and uh yeah i was like i have 80 bucks cash and like like an eighth 
And they, and they were like, <laughs> "All right, we'll give you two tires for it." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which ones is yeah, most yeah. important? <laughs> you know? that's, that's wild. Yeah. Man. If you get you put two tires on your car diagonally, like, will it stay up enough to like? Let you Hell no. <laughs> Maybe a Miata. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> thing is tiny. Yeah. yeah. No, that's what's up. But I mean, I absolutely just love cars. And that's why I also mm-hmm. like, uh, I have a side video project where I go and ask uh, comics uh, like what your first car was. Yeah. Because I just love everybody's responses to that because it's so old. Right. Uh, like the older comics, the cooler the car. Yeah. I fucking <laughs> love it. Yeah. Mine was not a cool car. What was yours? An 88 Oldsmobile Cutlass Sierra. That's a good car. Yeah. In like Bondo <laughs> Gray. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, still for Houston, you could swing it. I had a, yeah, I had a, uh, a 1992 Ford Explorer uh, that was champagne colored. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, I already uh, know that thing ran hot. Dude, that thing, that was such a piece of <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the cooling system in those were not aerodynamic. Oh my, designed. they were they were not at Yeah, that was such a fucking The uh, cat was more aerodynamic than that thing. Chad, what was your first car? 2000 Civic hey. that I saved up forever for. Yeah. What Bl- were you working? Black Civic? Up? Yeah, Black Civic. Was it manual? No, it wasn't. No. Oh, you it seem wasn't. like a first car was manual type guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, because I didn't know shit about cars at the time. So mm-hmm. I got that. And then uh, when I started to encounter the massive world of what the fuck, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, when it comes to car maintenance, then I just I just learned how to fix everything on my fucking own. Yeah. Because uh, like the first straw. Being poor forces that. Uh, yeah, yeah. The first straw, I came, I, I, I came to my grandpa and I was like, it, does this sound right for for brakes? And my grandpa was like, "What the fuck?" Like, <laughs> my grandpa was just like, "Yeah, you can do that on your own." And I was like, "All right." And so I looked at forums. This is before YouTube. I looked at forums yeah. and found out how to do it. And I just fucking did it. My grandpa came by with like one piece of advice. He's like, "Hey, did you do this?" And I was like, "Yeah, I did that." I was a step four. He just goes, "All right, you got it." <laughs> See, yeah, go on. I was just gonna say the most interesting facet to me of like your hair transportation transformation is like when i see bald chad i assume you're much more competent with your hands and the woodworking thing but like when you had hair i assumed you were much more competent at the it part of your job (laughs) yeah yeah like it's hard seeing you as it chad now like you're like lives in a cabin in the woods chad now no bald well bald is matrix all right so you know like like this is more he's just a handier chad well the energy that i have now at the job is i'm gonna tell you what we're not gonna do yeah (laughs) 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 i want that energy and just life yeah (laughs) no nonsense (laughs) exactly yeah yeah we're gonna get the money makers back to making money yeah (laughs) and you're gonna not ask me any more fucking questions yeah, no, I saw... Uh, I really want to like see you yell at children a couple of times and you're like, I'll pay for what it. What we're not going to do. <laughs> no, ki- kids are cool. Kids are cool. Adult children is the thing that fucks me up. Adults who say adulting? It makes me want to strangle. <laughs> like I, I, I know girls in their 30s who are I like, uh, adulting. Today. I'm like... Motherfucker, I owe so much money to the IRS. Uh, no, like. Yeah, or the ones that just skate responsibility at every turn. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, you know what you could have done in the past 13 days was just rinse one dish off. 
Yeah. Because this mountain of calamity covered with potatoes and the leavings of meats that we can't identify anymore should have been solved a while ago. Yep. Yep. And that's Uh, why we broke up. (laughs) (laughs) It's like check and deal with a whore, but not a hoarder. That's not. That's too far. I'm, I'm really easygoing, but man... It's like oh hey, no, you have a clean home. I've been yeah, to your yeah, home. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. You, so you, the mechanic thing. No, you like, have work, an immaculate home. Yeah, sir. yeah. I, I work. I, I got a. I got a uh, '98 Integra GSR now that I love Ooh. driving and I love working on. That's awesome. But it's like I love. There's a joke that I started doing in like uh, uh, in like Conroe and stuff like that, where it's like, yeah, like I don't have kids. Like I'm not married. I don't have kids. You know how me, You know how that makes me better than you? I know where my 10 millimeter socket is right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, sir. Resting taxpayer face. (laughs) Where's your hammer? (laughs) And just panic. Yeah, (laughs) I don't rightly know. Yeah, exactly. That's that's great. Uh, You're gonna catch the wrong crowd guy one night. He's gonna be like in the trunk with the body of my wife. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, that took. These are my confessions. Yeah. (laughs) Ah, you caught me. Clever crowd work has solved this crime. Yeah. Yeah. No, sorry. I was. That was. What was that chicken? I was just gonna make a shitty joke. He said he knows exactly where his ten millimeter is. I've got like thirteen of them. I have no clue where they are. <laughs> That's. Yeah. I, I know where they all are in a bucket, but could I find them right now? I was. Nah. You could put a gun to my head. I probably dude. Would okay, not be able to come up with a ten. Chick, I mean, chick. I feel like I do have a free pass to put a gun to your head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You get at one. You. It's yeah. like I don't know if I, I want to use it on the ten millimeter. Thing, <laughs> you can use it whenever yeah. you want. I'll yeah. even supply the gun. But dude, I I I've had this socket set for seventeen years. Have you used I have it? I've used it extensively. Oh, okay. okay, extensively. I am missing one piece, mm-hmm. and it fucking haunts me. It haunts. Which I will, one? I'm, <laughs> it's the uh, quarter inch fourteen millimeter deep well. Why did it's, he laugh before gone. he said that? Because <laughs> he knows exactly. Because he knows exactly. Because it's, it's, not, awesome, it's not one of the common ones that you it's should lose. Right. No, no, it's no. like it's not one of the common ones that should go missing either. Right. And I was taking apart the Integra, and it sat for a long time. And I had I lost I, I dropped one of them in the engine bay, and I was like, okay, it's on the frame rail. Car didn't move for two years. Yeah. So like I'm crawling under after I put the suspension and everything else back on. I'm crawling underneath it. And I'm going like, there should be a tool. Right about this area. <laughs> and I did like a couple like little shake back and forth in the yeah. driveway, just trying to shake it loose. I still have never found it. And I'm just like, I, I parked the car. It's 2.30 in the morning after I got it all put back together. And I just sat there and I'm like, but now this is incomplete. Because <laughs> all the tools are back home except for one. It's so funny. I remember It's one like time. the saddest Pixar movie. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. It's just one of the tools not making it back shit home like to the garage. Shit like that will bum me out, dude. Shit yeah. like that will bum me out. A broken tool, a missing tool, a tool that I have to buy a second time. That shit will bum me out, dude. Yeah. I used to work at this European sports car place, and uh, I was working on Lamborghinis. Yeah. And, like, you have to have this special tool to do this one thing, and it's super cheap, shitty aluminum tool, and I broke it. Yeah. <laughs> Using it. Yeah. Boss was so pissed that he had to fucking go and pay three hundred dollars tool plus like a two hundred dollar fifty like overnight shipping just to get this one piece off of a Lamborghini. That sucks, dude. But I've dropped so many tools in cars and never found them again. (laughs) (laughs) I think I think there's 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 a lot of tools that were chilling in my my Ram fifteen hundred. It was a it was it was a ninety nine Ram fifteen hundred, and I liked it because it was big enough to where like my dumb fat fingers could like actually fuck with it. Because you know like sometimes. Like, I love my Honda, 
and like they're really I just have big hands and so like some, some dude I, I had to change the alternator in New Orleans Ooh. and I was just like I was like tight <laughs> this is gonna sting and it, you know it was just uh, yeah that was that one was rough I don't know. I just <laughs> made you do wish it. you brought a, an open micer with small hands. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. You, you met Fixed my buddy. You met my buddy Kenneth. Yeah, well, yeah, great dude. His dad had this like early '80s GMC Jimmy yeah. that was just that was the toolbox. The truck was the toolbox, <laughs> right? And it was all <laughs> just fuck a box, fuck a sorting mechanism, fuck. It's just the floorboard, just covered with tools. Yeah. And the middle seat wasn't bolted down. So if you had to come to a sudden stop, which many times that we did, uh, there would just be a tsunami of tools and bodies <laughs> and seats that would just like flood yeah. the front yeah. of the truck. But like Kenneth's dad, Daddy Pete, just always be like, if you can't find it in the gym, the tool don't fucking exist. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. You just had to go dig through it for an hour and a half to find the one thing that you needed. There's this one comic in Memphis. He's he's his name's on the fucking comedy store. He was really famous in the 80s, but then, you know, meth. Uh and he moved back to Memphis and he's a really handy, cool fucking dude. He knows how to fix everything. And one time my my lawnmower was fucked. And I I I'd taken it out part. I couldn't figure it out. And I go, "Hey man, can you come fix my lawnmower?" He's like, "Yeah, I got you. Just bring it over to the house. We'll get it done in like 2 days." Next day, I went to an open mic, and he was riding this bicycle that he'd built an engine into. And I go, hey, man, is that my fucking lawnmower's <laughs> engine? And he goes, oh, shit. Yeah, man, it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Why, yes, Will Loden, that is your lawnmower. Those guys that act confused. Like, <laughs> he goes, oh, damn. Yeah. This was your lawnmower, wasn't it? Like, <laughs> this was 14 Damn, hours was, ago. Uh, I already paid you for this. <laughs> yeah, man, you know, I gotta, I'll gotta. i get you a new lawnmower, man. It's just like, you're going to steal a lawnmower. You're going to steal a lawnmower. But it'll be a better lawnmower. Yeah, yeah. oh, 100%. It'll run like a whistle. <laughs> Woo! And I'm like, I don't... <laughs> yeah. I just want you to know that every time you say the word Memphis, all I hear is... Hey, Will, I just want you to know I sell pussy now. <laughs> Forever and ever. That's just what chimes in at Memphis. Yeah. Is aggressively forward prostitutes. Dude, that's... A, that's yeah. Forward. <laughs> that is forward as fuck, man. I mean, salesmanship... A lot of people say salesmanship died with automation. Uh, I don't think... <laughs> I just want you to know I'm selling pussy now. Oh, <laughs> just different, just different tactics. Well, thank you. <laughs> Sell the metal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> coffee's for closers, but you can have some. Percolate. Yeah. So, like, how do you go from the mentality of living in Hawaii to the mentality of living here? Because one of those two choices is super fucking bleak. Dude, money ran out and the girl I was out there with like put a pistol to my head. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I woke up one night. In this case, karma literally is a bitch. <laughs> this is, we're calling this episode Full Circle. Yeah. <laughs> but for real, I, I'd woken up one night after she'd been binge drinking all day. Hmm. And uh, she's mad about something. And I woke up with a pistol to the face. And what made this extra scary, at least for me, was that this bitch had fucking awards for sharpshooting. 
Like, oh, like in Hawaii, you can take a like a shot, like a shooting class like yeah. in high school. I just want to know <laughs> one quick question. What's up? Did you happen to ask her how long she had been there? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, how no. long have you been holding this gun on my face? Oh, no, no, I didn't. You're like, all right, I'm going to leave. Uh, yeah, if you wake up to it. it contact with me, I, I woke up. Okay, okay. I, I've talked to a couple of comics about doing comedy in Hawaii, and they're like, yeah, it's always kind of hard. And I go, no shit, it's great out there. Why mm. would you need laughter? Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Unless you're a poor local, which then you know, I get. I get like, yeah, being, being a part of the underclass in Hawaii sounds like the worst. Dude, being white there's out nothing, there. There's hard. nothing like going to Hawaii yeah. and seeing somebody go like, yeah, hey, you know, I'm, I'm in therapy and, uh, you know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. My mom's. Well, especially the the smaller islands, not necessarily the the big island. That they do have those problems on it. Yeah, you know, that's, that's where Dog the Bounty Hunter is. Fucking meth is rampant out there. Dog like, went to Hawaii. Dog is in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I actually Dog's didn't know if he was hunter. still alive. Yeah. yeah. Well, his wife's not right. No, his wife passed. Okay. R.I.P. Yeah. Tits McGee. Yeah, You're upstairs. Okay. Uh, but no, they she they, they call meth a batu out there. It's horrible. Yeah, it, it runs rampant. Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> man. She put the bountiful in bounty hunting. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no, that's uh, yeah, Warren. She just pulls it out of her fucking. Oh man, yeah, dude. She 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 could Christ. pull she could be, pull full bench warrants out of her tits. It was. Uh, <laughs> uh, she could pull Clinton shorter. That out of her shit. Hands. Yeah, that shit real. looked like a scroll. Uh, <laughs> you know. Just, <laughs> <laughs> That's what was holding them things up. <laughs> exactly. It, it, you know, it was the it was the inkjet printer that surprised you in there. That's what it was. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> R.I.P. Beth. Yeah. So <laughs> then, and you got I've I've met your mom. You got Ken here. Yes. All right. Cool. 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 Mm-hmm. But most of my family is all over the world. Yeah. yeah exactly. Grand, yeah. You were telling me are in Canada. Uh, all my like aunts and uncles are in Europe. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. Europe. Yep. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Poetry gone international. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I can't wait to get international with comedy. Oh, oh man, I would, it's... I would so much rather be internationally known than domestically known. Yeah. Yes. I just want to travel and do comedy 300 days out of the year. Yeah, no. I was I was talking to Jeff Joe when he was over in uh London working yeah. with fucking Russell Peters and everything. He's like, "Man, them British comics, they hate American comics cuz I think the same reason that we hate British comics when they come here." Like, because it's mostly dudes, right? Yeah. And apparently British bitches love American comics. <laughs> and, uh, and then, like, yeah, like, it's like anytime, anytime British, like, I started with a British guy in Memphis. And anytime people, they would be like, I love his accent. I'm like, his jokes are trash. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you just like his fucking accent. Well, Andy's so sweet. Shout out Mark Brimble. What's up, big dog? I love you, Bane. Um, but... I, yeah. I didn't know that ending a sentence with the word in it made it a joke. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. I saw that on an Instagram reel today. I was like, what the fuck is that shit? Why are they laughing at that? Yeah. <laughs> There's, uh, yeah. I've, I've, well, cause I did, I did some comedy in, in Germany and, uh, I fucking bombed like my granddad. <laughs> uh, no, I had a really hard time apparently like, cause like I'm too idiomatic is mm-hmm. what they were saying. Like, cause I'm just using like Southern slang and shit that like okay. they were like they don't speak English like that over there. Mm. And so that's that's a lot Did of. Did you what do comedy behind a desk? I, I know they normally do that in Germany and Russia. No, so they do. Uh, they had they had a uh, 
they had a an English style o, uh, open mic and showcase in Berlin. Okay. And yeah, and then they they had uh, a bunch of it was a bunch of Aussies saying cunt a lot. Uh, <laughs> that was it's part of the language. That was part of the language. There was this one guy who was his he was half Syrian, half French, and his whole thing was like, "I am Syrian." Boom, and everyone went ah because of the bombs, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. And then I think I go to see the Syrian bomb. <laughs> have you ever seen like Robin Williams' interview about doing comedy in Germany? No. He was on a show. He was on a TV show in Germany. <laughs> And they were interviewing, and it's like, you no, know, it's very unique that you come to Germany to tell jokes. And it's like, we don't have very many comedians here. And Robin Williams on Miss and B just goes, did you ever stop to think you killed all the good ones? Yeah. Or no, killed I, all the funny yeah. ones? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so goes, That's crazy. No, no, I don't. No, she no. just like not even face like, no, I don't at all. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was because my girlfriend was German. One time she took me, she was a horse girl. She took me out to see her horse and her donkey uh, out in the country near Potsdam. And she goes, Will, I would love if you could ride some, but you're too fat. <laughs> and I was like, harsh but true. <laughs> I'd have been mad and rode that motherfucker anyway, bro. <laughs> Bullshit, watch this. <laughs> About to make your horse an upside down camel. Yeah, Let's do there this. We go. <laughs> what you going to do with this reverse hump? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I pictured it and I can't unsee it now. <laughs> I just love that phrase, reverse hump. <laughs> this animal brought to you by the letter U. Yeah. <laughs> 20 bucks to the first person to get a girl to sleep with him, reverse camel. <laughs> if you can figure it out. I mean, what is a reverse camel? It requires five weeks of yoga before I can even begin to explain it to you, brother. Oh, okay. I thought it was reverse. just like a reverse cowboy with sand everywhere. <laughs> I was, I, that's a reverse camel toe. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, no, the no. lobster claw? <laughs> reverse, reverse camel is where uh, we, we, we have to travel east to Mecca. And uh, <laughs> we, have to, oh, we no. have to fuck facing east uh, first. Five times in one day. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. The scheduling is so aggressive. The scheduling is so one at seven in the morning. What's what? But you, under no circumstances, can pork her. No. <laughs> All right. So, question. Yeah. Chad, if you could perform anywhere, where where would you want to perform comedy? Oh man, dude, that's a good question. Uh, the first time I stepped on a stage on a theater, I was like, I want to perform anywhere where people are like up. Oh. Yeah, like like, like in balconies. Like, oh, like tier systems? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I went to Jones Hall and uh, did a tour of that and talked to some performers there and just getting to like, it, like in the middle of the tour, like people like fucked off and kind of went and did their thing. But I was standing on the, on stage and I was like, look at the balconies. And I was like, man, I want to perform for people that are like up that or like, man, I'd love to do the USO. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to go to like military bases overseas and do USO. That would be sick. Uh, There's so many bases like you could go to. So yeah, like traveling. Just oh, I would love to get in that circuit. That would like I want. I want to take a ride in a a very loud, aggressive helicopter by day, (laughs) (laughs) and then go just listen to some CCR, just like (laughs) (laughs) yeah. (laughs) 
How about you, Ben? Where would you want to perform? I don't ever want to be in a helicopter. I'll tell you that for free. I've made way too many Kobe Bryant jokes in my lifetime to be tempting fate with that. I can just take you to the Strawberry Festival and they'll give you a ride for 20 bucks. You may not want it, but he's coming in hot. That's a sweet landing. For me, like I I worship at the altar of the classic club. So like for me, I want to go do Carolyn's on Broadway. I want to do the comedy store on the West Coast. Just That's like touch all of the significant spots where all the greats have gone through. Hell yeah. You know, comparative success and all that jazz. Now, Will, what'd you go? I don't know. I want to go back to the uh, the Catfish Festival in Bucksnort, Tennessee. <laughs> <don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> so. So it's a on horseback. It's a, it's a, it's a three p.m. show. Be wider. It's a three p.m. show. There are about eight hundred people there, and I want them to like me this time. <laughs> <laughs> After you've made it, yeah, you're yeah. like, hey, like drop it in. I was here set. in 2017, and a 12 year old girl told me to go fuck myself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like when you when you become globe trotting, world famous Will Loden, yeah. just drop in yeah. unannounced a surprise set three p.m. at the Catfish Festival <laughs> in Buckstar. In it's yeah, it's it's a little it's uh, east la- of ladies, Memphis. <laughs> la- ladies and gentlemen, a very special guest. We didn't know he's going to drop by. Uh, Please uh, give it up for the governor of Mississippi, and <laughs> we're just being silly. Yeah, g- give story. it up for give it up for Will Loden. <laughs> so and seventeen pre- people got pregnant in the yeah, audience. Exactly. Buck Snort sounds like the answer to the question: What happened to the meth? <laughs> <laughs> ah, Buck Snort. <laughs> Buck Snort's the runoff of what they make with the meth. Yeah. <laughs> Buck Snort sounds like a Buck Cherry tribute band. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's how the college kids are uh, drinking these days. You ain't never done a buck snort. You ain't yeah, never done a buck snort. Yeah, exactly. I'll tell you what. Tell you what. It sounds like a very athletic southern college campus drinking game. <laughs> <laughs> you got to climb riding up. riding live deers. <laughs> <laughs> What are they, elves? <laughs> no. <laughs> we got a very special tribute to, to, to around Christmas time. What we do is we get ourselves 12 pledges. We hitch them up to this wheelbarrow. <laughs> we dress another pledge up as Santa, Santa, and we ride and him he, down here. <laughs> he throws out white claws. <laughs> <laughs> I want to pay to see Won't this. you ride my sleigh tonight? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to go back to college and haze motherfuckers so bad. Now that I'm 37. On Dancer, on Hasher, on Preston, on on Preston, on Hayden, on Ashton, (laughs) on Mark, on other Hayden. Yeah, yeah. On Hayden. On on Scout. On the Scout's uh, the perfect name because it's probably for the guy and his dog. <laughs> Notice Hazen ain't too harsh. It's tradition, okay? Get in that wheelbarrow. <laughs> no, no. I'm, no, very no. Su- I'm very surprised you weren't in a fraternity. I was on the lacrosse team. It's the same thing. <laughs> it just seems like organized drinking would have sort of been your forte. It's like I, here I, in Babe I, Ruth I, didn't I, play college softball. Like, why the fuck not? I was, I was on the lacrosse team. <laughs> 
It was the same goddamn thing. You know, I was... Uh, yeah, <laughs> organized drinking sounds like something that should be more regal. Like, gentlemen, what we're going to do? Ah, exactly. <laughs> so we're going to line up these beverages, we're line up these drinks, there's whiskey, there's whiskey here, and then what we're going to do is everyone take a drink every five minutes uh. <laughs> until there's only one left standing. See, I always thought drink <laughs> like here's the thing about organized drinking. Like, like where they're like they're like we're going to chug a bunch of beers. And I was like, I don't need an excuse. We're going to play King's Cup. We're going to do beer pong. I was like, I don't need an excuse to drink. Like, I'm just going to. Keep doing it until I feel really good and then drive. Uh, so, uh. I, I think I'm kind of the opposite. I actually need a reason to drink because I don't drink. Right. You know what I mean? You got to give me a reason to. Otherwise, I'm not fucking doing it. Right. Am I getting pussy? Yeah, then I'll drink. Yeah. Bit, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to play some games. You have to drink to play the game? All right. I'll do uh, it. <laughs> I got to stop it. Three drinks. Three, four drinks. <laughs> a reason. A reason. What would you do? For this one medium-sized bag of Doritos Cool Ranch tortilla chips. Unspeakable things, right now. Unspeakable things. I wouldn't lie. Doritos Cool Ranches would would hit the hit the spot right now. Yeah, that's probably gonna be dinner at this point. <laughs> <laughs> order, order, your, order the order the, the delivery from Seven <laughs> Eleven. I'm like, pretty prone guy, to the power of suggestion. That's that's wow. Yeah, this guy just ordered Cool Ranch Doritos and chocolate milk. I don't know what the fuck. Well, like buddy. the last time we ordered Cool Ranch Doritos, they're still on top of the fridge. They bought us those fucking limon flavored Lay's, and that's not even a limon? close to close. Ew. That's not an that's acceptable not, substitution. That's not a sub. That's not a sub for for what you wanted. No. <laughs> this Honestly, is a the house that heavily invests marijuana in. Those chips have remained untouched for weeks. Oh, that's that's a not that's that's yeah. We've eaten uncooked pasta before. <laughs> <laughs> just suck on it till it's spaghetti. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just start gargling water in your mouth. Like the Keep will to not move in this apartment is strong, but it's never been strong enough to make us curious the enough only to thing, open that bag of chips. The only thing that those limon chips are good for are crushing up and using as like margarita salt. Uh, <laughs> Tell I, us you've been in jail without telling us you've been in jail. I was jail. just going <laughs> to say, bro. You know, now that you mention it, you can make a really good spread with those. Chop them up I'm not real trying fine. to go back. I'm not either, but <laughs> resources. Another story about Kenneth. Kenneth called me over at like 11 o'clock at night. He was like, hey, man, can you come over to the house really quick? I'm like, why? He goes, I can't tell you till you're here. And so I drove over to his house. It was only like 12 minutes away. And I get there, and he's like whispering like it's a secret. And he's like, I got to show you something. And so we go in the kitchen, and it's already in a Ziploc bag. But <laughs> this is so fucking stupid. He opened a bag of Funyuns, and inside the bag of Funyuns was one giant rock of Funyun seasoning. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a bag that's set aside. And he's like, he's like, what do you think we should do with it? I'm like, fucking fine, no, throw it away. And he's like. No, no, this is a sign. This is special. And like a week and a half later, he called me and he's like, I got the idea. Come over. He come, like I went over to his house. He, he had, made two trips for the fire. I made two trips. For the but he had taken steaks and like coated <gasps> them. Coated and, them in this funny and dust. <laughs> fucking funny and dust. The fucking steak slapped, dude. <laughs> How did you cook them? Did you deep fry them? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think that trisudiumate glutamite or whatever the fuck is in a Funyun 
uh, the less can, can be grilled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold uh, up. Uh, it, was like, it was like a nice crust. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good crust. On it's like a them? steak of poivre or whatever. Like, <laughs> like, 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 but with funyuns. Just, just it was so good. It was so good. We, All right, man. I want to so try to get on it. Yeah. You're going to give me $1,000 about the one of us who would have a Funyuns on steak story and I'd have never gotten to Chad. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have guessed me. Your yeah. weed game's weak, man. Okay? This is sober shit. Okay? Upgrade your life. I'll have you know I once bought a giant bag of Cool Ranch Doritos, licked every chip, and discarded it. You will not question my high grade, <laughs> sir. Really? <laughs> I just wanted the seasoning. I didn't want to fill up on chip because I wanted to eat dinner later, but I wanted to taste. <laughs> oh. That's insane. Ben? <laughs> your temperament, your temperament, staring through the TV, just licking chips clean. That's what like a disc exactly. card bowl right there. <laughs> like the fucking edamame <laughs> shells. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what uh, the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I gotta stop telling y'all weird shit about myself. That's funny. Uh, see what happens when you open up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forget so sometimes that things that are normal for me aren't normal for people that <gasps> don't exist on the spectrum. I'm just like, oh, so y'all have never taken a box of Lucky Charms and just eaten all of the marshmallows out individually? <sighs> that is only me. See, no, I never like done I, that, definitely. I, I've never... gotten my ass beat for it, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. When I used to get fucked up and take mushrooms or acid, I don't know why, but there would always be a box of graham crackers around me, and I would fuck up the entire box. Mm-hmm. You just finish off a sleeve of grams? And it, no, the entire box. Fuck a the entire box. Like, <laughs> <laughs> entire box. A clip of grams? Nah. We, 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 no, no, more no, like a gram of clips. <laughs> Or Teddy Grahams or something. There was there was some variation of graham cracker around me. I would just fuck just, up the entire source of it. I would put. Here's, here's you're, a, taking, you're taking eighty grit shits. <laughs> like, what? No, no, wait, wait, wait. I got it. It's funny because first he put grams in a cracker and then he. Ate <laughs> <it>. <laughs> and we have landed on our time. <laughs> Perfect cannibalism. Yeah, tell them where they can find you on social media, Mr. Chicken. Uh, I am on social media, all platforms on uh, Chicken Joe Clark, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, uh, outside your mom's house. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I said that. Tell them where they can find you. Third Coast Chad, it don't even matter, but the, I'm there. Yeah, you can find me at reverse camel style. Uh, <laughs> net. Did uh, we get our commercial? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Have yeah. you or a loved one been a victim to an injury suffered during reverse okay. camel style? Yeah. <laughs> you may be entitled to conversation. conversation. See what, what the, the lawyers issue? don't want you to know. <laughs> if your horse has hip dysplasia, sure, yeah. <laughs> come to me. No, I'm at Will Loden, Will underscore Loden on Instagram and William Lynn Loden Jr. on Facebook and all that stuff. Ben, where can they find you? On Instagram at Very Dark Comedy. <sighs> Woo! We did it! Uh.